0: I'm willing to put up with like a kind of bad game to get a good story. But I, I I like have no time for bad storytelling anymore. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, this game feels good, but it's this sucks. And like this story sucks and these characters suck. So I'm going to go hey, play something else. Speaking
1: of having no time for bad storytelling.
0: Oh, God. I thought maybe this was going to be the beginning of our secret. Actually, we're about video games now.
1: I could not keep that up. I'll tell you no. what, the next we- two weeks is still going to be just Playing Hades. Playing Hades. Welcome, to,
0: <laughs> welcome to week three of Tony playing Hades and me playing like some obscure independent game that I found that I thought was pretty neat. Played for ten minutes and then went back to playing Hades.
1: Welcome to Direct Video, a podcast where we pair movies like Fine Wine. Oh, I forgot the VHS part. You know what? It's v- not important. VHS. VHS. This movie was probably not released on VHS anyway.
0: Uh, No, I think it was 2003.
1: Was it 2003?
0: Yeah. So it's it's like right on the cusp, right? Like somebody got this on VHS.
1: Andy, do you remember at the beginning of this? I feel like you sold this series on being like fun, dumb. (laughs)
0: did i i'm sorry
1: or that that's what you wanted because it was just coming out of like tarzan and we were like i don't even want to do the last episode of tarzan i'm just tired (laughs) yeah and here we are oh no it wasn't tarzan shit it was those fucking halloween movies we did yeah did did we ever hit tarzan 2 was that is that what it's called we never had the third one, whatever it was. The one where he's a kid.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's called Tarzan 2.
1: That's dumb, but that okay. is
0: du- That, you know, it, it is dumb because it's a prequel, Tony, or an inter... Mm-hmm. I guess it's an interquel, technically, but it's a prequel.
1: Well, we're not talking about Tarzan right now. We're talking about Atlantis, colon, Milo's Return.
0: Atlantis, colon, directed by T- Tad Stones, Toby Shelton, and Victor A. Cook.
1: Hey, Andy, why would there be three directors on this movie?
0: Well, see, Tony, I was really thinking about it. I was like, man, three directors seems like a lot for one movie. But it turns out this is not, in fact, one movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, This is another backdoor pilot to a show that did not get made.
1: My understanding... And I might be wrong about this is that it's less of a backdoor pilot and more of using animation from the using animation storylines from the already scrapped show. And they were just like, shit, we have to just pile this together into something so we can make something. It looks like any of the old Disney animated TV shows, where everybody's like off model and like weird.
0: It's wild because the, um, the quality of this movie is so bad. Mm-hmm. And in terms of just like the animation and they, they decided with their skill set and with their money that Disney like probably like just reached into their back pocket. and were like, yeah, we have this much make a movie. Mm-hmm. And and we're like, what if we made a globe trotting adventure?
1: God, the places they go. <laughs>
0: The places they go. Two places. Three places. Nah. They go to
1: the Baltic Sea. Shore. um, an Iceland. And one other place a little closer to home.
0: The American Southwest.
1: Specifically somewhere in Arizona because they do mention. Mention Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Yes.
0: I was like, oh, cool, they're in Arizona. (laughs) I don't know if that's historically viable.
1: Yeah, I mean, 1940, there was probably something in Scottsdale. I don't think it was a big city at the time.
0: I think at that point it was still the New Mexico Territory, right? Maybe. Like, or it just became a state, because...
1: Let's see. When did Arizona become a state?
0: The Arizona Territory existed in 1863, and in 1912, it was formally admitted as a state.
1: Okay, so that's actually, like, right on the cusp of whenever this was supposed to be. Like, this is 1914, I think?
0: Yeah, yeah. World War One is right around the corner, which is a thing that I kept thinking about as this movie <laughs> went on, and it, like, kept kind of drumming louder and louder in the back of my mind. It's like, after this World War One happens.
1: Or it doesn't. Because a huge thing happens in this movie that they kind of just paint over. And it's like, yep, this is good. But if that happens, what happens next?
0: No, now we skip straight to World War II is what happens next, I think. <laughs>
1: God. Okay. So, let's start the movie. Unless we have more background.
0: I, I do want to stress, it is really hard to find like any background for these direct-to-video movies that isn't like firsthand account because a lot of these movies were animated either by the like Australian branch of Disney tunes or handed off to some external animation studio in China or somewhere right. else in Asia. Right. Like there's no, I don't know. We will never know how much these movies cost, but I have to assume that until they stopped making them, they made a lot of money uh, or at least a lot of profit. Right.
1: Right. I mean, maybe they didn't make a lot of money, but they probably didn't spend any money on them.
0: Which is why, like a lot of the name, like these three directors, right? Like they're 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 not anybody. But if you go look at their like IMDb pages, two one of them directed like has is directing a ton of TV shows. Mm-hmm. The other one, uh, and this kind of makes sense. Direct is directing a lot of Scooby Doo movies, and I think also nine episodes of Mystery Incorporated. Okay. Which makes sense.
1: Wait a second. Was that the guy who did the first one? <laughs>
0: I think so. Because if
1: it is, that was straight up a Mystery Incorporated episode.
0: (laughs) Honestly, this whole movie is some Scooby-Doo shit that I did not, I was not expecting that to be this movie.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing about Scooby-Doo. I feel like you can forgive Scooby-Doo more. Scooby-Doo is just like light, fun stuff. And I can see where they were going where they were like... What if we do what Hanna-Barbera did with all their cartoons at one point, which is took existing characters and just made them Scooby-Doo? But it, it really functionally does not work for them in this movie. Because their thing is it always has to tie back into Atlantis, which means Atlantis, which was supposed to, supposedly this thing that nobody knew about, is now the most important and influential place in the world. Also, I hate to jump right into it, Kiva fucking claims that Atlantis has been slowly dying for 8,000 years. And he pissed me off so much that it's so much longer than any known civilization has ever survived.
0: At- Atlantis has been failing longer than like all of human history. Right. right. Like, it I don't know what the rise of Atlantis as a civilization was, but Atlantis as a civilization has been like in the time that Atlantis start like sunk beneath the ocean and Keita got to say the sentence has been dying for 8,000 years. Yes. Like we've seen the rise and like Egypt has risen and fallen like five times. Right. right like, exactly. That's what we're talking about on this fucking timescale.
1: As I watched it, I was like, I think, I think Keita might be the bad guy. There's like a reading of this where she's like, Atlantis is amazing atlantis really like built the entire world atlantis should own the entire world <laughs>
0: like, but she but she never does that right because Keita's always the first person to be like actually my culture sucks uh, right the moment anyone's like god isn't atlantis so cool she's like actually we're terrible and we deserve to have lot been lost maybe maybe i don't know i'm conflicted
1: oh my god and also occasionally she's just dumb again so that's fun.
0: yeah, it's when great. There's dumb. nothing I love more than the that bit just continuously coming back.
1: where Milo has to explain everything to her and she just doesn't get it.
0: they so we didn't we didn't we didn't want to pay Michael Fox to be in this movie.
1: Apparently not
0: because this this guy as soon as he st- for a second as soon as he started talking I was like um Donatello is that you <laughs> uh they got the Animaniacs guy again but no it's a different person it just sounds a lot like him
1: the crazy thing to me is they did get a fair amount of people back probably because they just needed like voice acting money
0: I yeah I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they got mo- I mean most of these people are working voice actors right. Hmm. Um, or, or they're just not big actors, right? But I, I will say this: um, the the voice of uh, Packard Florence Stanley, who we spoke about in the last episode, this was her last role. Uh, she passed away like a couple of months, I think, after recording her lines.
1: That is such a disappointment because she did not get to do diddly shit in this movie. In this
0: movie, yeah. Then
1: again, she didn't do anything in the last movie.
0: In the last movie either, yeah, it's true. I will say, in this movie, she got like she got, like, two hunk suitors, I guess. That's something.
1: That was weird.
0: It's weird. It's definitely weird. It's definitely a choice.
1: I enjoyed her telling her friend, Ethel, I think, about how she broke their hearts. But, like, it was weird in the first place. Like why is this happening?
0: Why it's like oh you're like an Isma here's two crunks, kind of a situation. So we start off with Kida Mm -hmm. flying her fish bike her her levitating fish bike car over lava over some lava whales. I mean it's revealed
1: later that they're basically dogs and she has a pet one.
0: Well, no, though you're thinking of the lava platypuses, right? But there was a lava whale, Tony, and I'm sorry, I cannot, I cannot with this shit, this lava whale shit.
1: It's so weird because this is nothing. It's so weird because it doesn't tie into the last movie at all. That not only was there nothing living in the lava, but the lava was not actually surrounding Atlantis. It was for a while because of an explosion, but then it cooled
0: (laughs) It's, yeah, it's, but no, it's still there. It's just a lava sea now. And they have lava platypus and lava whales. And they have, yeah, one of them's a pet. This is clearly supposed to be, right, like, the mascot character or whatever. Like, this is, was the thing that they were going to sell kids' toys. But
1: it doesn't work. And I don't know if it's because he's new and nothing works. But, like, maybe if he'd been in the original, it would have been fine. But, like, this, I don't care about this dog. This weird... This weird lava dog with too many legs who eats rocks. I don't care.
0: The problem is is we already have a character who eats rocks and is a weird creature, right?
1: Yeah, I mean this dog spends most of the time just bonding with Mole.
0: The uber mensch of the film. The hero of this movie, Mole.
1: Multiple times. It is weird. I honestly think somebody at Disney did think that he was the breakout star of the original movie. <laughs> you know who they didn't care for? Dr. Sweet.
0: Dr. Sweet's gets shafted so much.
1: Over the course of these three episodes, basically, they break up the band so often. The only ones we, we consistently see are Mole, Audrey, Kira, and Milo. Everybody else is, like, shifted in and out. We only see the older people for, like, half a second. Like, it's weird it is it's weird it's a weird choice to have made
0: yeah it 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 just it's one of those things that kind of screams like like why, like why are these people like transient still willing to have it also weren't they all rich They're right all like rich. they were yes. they were all super rich at the end of the last movie they could do whatever the hell they want right and it i don't understand why this movie couldn't just be like hey we took all of our money and founded like an extra-nationalist group of like Peacekeeping monster hunters
1: Right except that, yeah but they just Don't they just The 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 old guy what's his face Is still like oh they all work for me For some reason And I think there's more Atlantis Stuff which is hilarious because the first Thing they go to check out is not Atlantean at all and Kida Has a weird freak out about It
0: we start this movie Within Atlantis where uh, Just we see that Atlantis is Rebuilding itself Apparently, yeah. these crystals also weld rocks together, so just add that to the list of shit <laughs> they can fucking do. I thought you might have a problem with that. Kita goes and talks to her stone dad and is like, man, it sucks that my mom doesn't have a cool stone face, but whatever. Love you, dad.
1: She actually, here's the thing. <laughs> there is no reference to her mother literally uh, in all uh, of this. No, nah, her, her,
0: her mother's part of that glowing crystal. She's been wiped from history. <laughs>
1: She is like so concerned with living up to her dad. but her dad was bad at this
0: her her dad was so bad at this. he like destroyed the world, or at least their world, right? He like some form of ancient culture
1: and kept his people in the dark
0: literally and metaphorically.
1: for eight thousand years.
0: there is a there is also an implication later in this movie. That the other Atlanteans are also 8,000 years old, by the way.
1: They do mention something like that because she talks about never meeting new people. But there are kids, so I would say she's full of
0: it. Either she's full of it, or, or, or... Was
1: that, did everybody stay the same age for 8,000 yeah, years? Yeah, th- th-
0: some fucking Peter Pan shit. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I, this baby, th- I've been holding this baby. This baby's 8,000 years old. Right? That fucking, that child at the end of this movie who's like, what is that? That that child who doesn't know what the sun is, that child's 8,000 years old.
1: That child's like, when I was 6 years old, the sun disappeared.
0: The sun disappeared, and now I I'm 7 and 8, the sun is back.
1: Years.
0: There is a classroom where a teacher is teaching kids and all of them are the same age, right? Like, the, the, <laughs> the, the problem with being 8,000 years old is that if you're 20 years older than me and we're and and I'm zero and it's been eight, thousand years. We're both eight, thousand years old. It's like. does it? the The math really shrinks <laughs> the difference a little bit, right? <laughs>
1: It's like you could you could only date somebody who is half your age plus seven
0: plus seven. It's like, well, <laughs> it's OK that that old that that 60 year old man and that five year old are dating because they're both 8000 8, years, years old. old. Like this is some anime bullshit and you can't do it. You can't. You can't. You have to take a step back and ask yourself maybe 2000 years. <laughs> Maybe, maybe 2,000 years is enough, right? (laughs) Like, I don't understand why they went with 8,000 years.
1: Such a big number. And then, of course, Kita insisting that they have been in a downfall for 8,000 years, which is an impossibly long amount of time for anything to keep happening.
0: I feel like at that point, I I feel like if you've been in decline for 8,000 years, like maybe you're just, maybe you're just not that, maybe you're just bad.
1: Maybe you got a shitty civilization. Maybe your king and queen shouldn't be dicking around on the surface. I don't know. I'm just saying things.
0: Uh, You know what? That is fair. They just straight up leave.
1: They just leave. She's like, eh, other people could take care of it. People who we don't know and have never seen.
0: Yeah, we're basically a representative democracy, and I'm just here as a figurehead. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. I don't care about my culture, Milo.
1: (laughs) Uh, well, she only cares that her culture could be attacking the surface. K- Kita Kita
0: is like it is like the 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 liberal daughter of a conservative gun owner who's just afraid that all those guns are out there still killing people, and I get it, and I get it, right? Like, oh man, my dad d- had all these guns, and they might still be out there. But like, I don't know, maybe Except he didn't. Yeah, like he didn't because there are no guns. There, we we consistent We there one time, right? One of them was an actual like Atlantean superweapon, I guess.
1: But that fucking superweapon was like one of the angels from the Bible, which taught, which taught these people who, by the way, were all Native Americans, and by that I mean every tribe of Native American.
0: The, this movie has the g- big brain idea of going: What if all indigenous North and South American cultures were actually the same culture?
1: And the, and it was this culture that we made up for this movie.
0: <laughs> and it is so. It is so. Oh, and like...
1: oh, they're actually the same culture. And wink, it's Greek. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys.
0: It is so much. It is so much. To just make that choice, right? Anyway, like,
1: that fucking super weapon apparently just showed up and, like, taught people stuff and wasn't being a super weapon.
0: Yeah, and he's just hanging around.
1: <laughs> and this fucking ghost. Okay, we, we have got to
0: go order. <laughs> To be fair, the the first episode, I do want to kind of talk about this first episode, because it's some... The
1: first episode is wild in a way that the others aren't.
0: Are not. It is like its own, it is an episode of Scooby-Doo in this movie, right? Like, it just...
1: It is, here's what it is. You ever play like a real quick pickup game of Call of Cthulhu?
0: (laughs) Yes! I literally wrote Shadows of Innsmouth in my notes.
1: Yeah, I mean, Yes! Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> it was the show. this time. St- okay. So what happened? So, so first, first for, I first want to re- remind, just remind us where we are, which is we are in Atlantis. Milo is in Atlantis. Intruders are attacking Atlantis, but wait, it's not intruders. It's the gang. They're just here on planes. Whitmore is here too. And he's like, wow, this is all hunky dory, but we have to go back to the surface. Cause there might be Atlantean shit hurting people. And then, Smash cut where at the surface. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I need to mention something because we actually saw this early on. We saw the Kraken already.
0: Oh, that's right. They did have like a like an establishing.
1: And I need to say something about this thing that will stay true throughout the entire I was gonna say entire movie, but really entire twenty minutes. They keep showing tentacles and those tentacles don't do anything is deeply frustrating i was like okay now it smashes the ship but it doesn't smash the ship it, it does sort of dick around
0: it's just kind of being ominous and like playing with its food but we never we never get to see it do anything on screen that's more than like holding somebody's hand right yeah also the... it's badly
1: designed you mean because it yeah. has a mouth It bothered me that it had a mouth. It has, like, a a human face.
0: Yeah, it has, like, a fish mouth with human eyes. It also, but, like, its tentacles are coming out around it like it's a Medusa head, which is a wild choice. Its tentacles have spikes on them. I don't know what the, like, function of those are. Octopuses traditionally don't have, like, bones.
1: I didn't notice the spikes, if I'm being honest. I was too busy being baffled by the entire experience
0: of of this of this honestly kind of snooze is kind of a snooze fest
1: it was it was tiring like it was just nothing
0: i was watching this and i struggled to stay awake i but i do want to point out that for we get two jump cuts in this movie where people just show up to atlantis and then people leave atlantis which is like half of the last movie mm-hmm. and we're just like nah <laughs> Nah, this is fine now. Turns out that was bad, so we're just gonna make a whole new boring <laughs> experience to make up for it.
1: Whitmore's like, "Oh, there's this kraken that's destroying that's just destroying stuff off the uh, off the coast of somewhere or other," and Milo's like, "A kraken? But that's Norse." And Kyo's like, nah, we totally could have done that. We totally could
0: have done that. We, that's, I, that's so us. <laughs> we we could have done it." Easily, and so it, she's
1: like, "I guess I'll go with you." And it's like, "Why, Kida?" And she's like, "Because the plot wants me to."
0: Because because in about forty in about forty five minutes, the the artists and director are going to make me change into an outfit that is a choice. That's why <laughs> they end up at this village.
1: Well, they get on a boat, and the boat gets sunk by the kraken, and then they end up at this village.
0: And then they end up at this village where this this like. Straight up, like, man walks out of a Scooby-Doo movie to just walk in here. This, like, I don't... Captain Ahab looking, like, just, like, ancient, haggard. Like, I feel like underneath that mask was Professor Hyde White, right? Or somebody. I cannot... Like, this guy looked like he walked out of Mystery Incorporated.
1: Yes. And this... And he, he was so ancient apparently that there are stories that he made a deal deal
0: with the devil devil. to
1: never die but forgot everyone always forgets this part you and so he's just this ancient haggard old man who sees these strangers and are like it's like you're leaving in the morning and then he lures them to their deaths twice it's amazing it's like this is you ever play mansions of madness
0: yeah oh it's been a while since i played it
1: this is straight up out of *Mansions of Madness*. It is—it is crazy.
0: Well, I mean, every—it's—it's every, it's like a staple, right? Of like horror is the—the the like ancient curmudgeon who warns you of things to come.
1: But it's such a staple of a certain kind of horror that they are doing here. Yeah, which, which is the—the the Lovecraftian type.
0: You know? Yeah, it's like this. This is straight up just like oh, but I, and this is like, but this is like one of my problems I think with like a Disney, with a lot of these Disney TV shows, right? Is that they mm. do this. Is like It's like, this episode we're going to make fun of, like, Lovecraftian storytelling. And this episode we're going to make fun of Jules Verne. And this episode we're going to make fun of Sherlock Holmes or whatever the fuck. Honestly, right? like, if
1: they had kept it Jules Verne, it would at least be, like, thematically appropriate.
0: Right? Like, let's go. You already kind of have dinosaurs. Let's just go to the Lost World or something. Yeah, do something. There, there's a certain type of literature that they could have been pulling from that they just weren't. Mm-hmm. And it's it's wild, but, but like I th- I think the best example of of a show doing this kind of shit good is uh the Timon and Pumbaa show, right? I will, cause that that show is basically a sketch comedy. It's basically right. a sketch. Yeah, it's yeah. it like a precursor to House of Mouse, right? Just just a sketch comedy.
1: I believe we established that there was a crossover between those two.
0: <laughs> yes, but like it's one of those things where it's like to see like a sequel to what was supposed to be this like Disney's animated Star Wars be this. Mm-hmm. is wild. Like, it's a wild choice. Yeah, and, this... and here's
1: the thing. It is never done comedic.
0: No. They they go to this inn, and I, I straight up thought that this woman was gonna, like, pull out a crib with a skeleton in it.
1: Like I was waiting for the twist. At the end of this thing, she keeps on talking about her kid and how he can't go outside, and we never see her kid. Even at the very end, she's holding a bundle. And I was like... Oh, we're gonna see that that bundle's not human, but we don't see that. And I was like, "What is the point of this? Just show me a baby if it's a baby."
0: Yeah, if it's a baby, just show it. Just, just give me your, just give me your poorly drawn, ugly baby. I would give rather the that. Baby. Because the the implication here is like, oh, she's just holding a skeleton or like a gun or something, right? Like it's or something like weird. a
1: little Cthulhu or like a lizard person or something. Because there's weird shit in this town.
0: This is a town that's been, like, mind-freaked by a fucking kraken for who knows how long.
1: It seems like hundreds of years, at least. And, but also seems like it could have been a couple of
0: days, right? Like, that's kind of the problem with the timeline of this premise.
1: Right, because supposedly this guy has been around for forever. And his I'll just say it, when they kill the kraken, he turns to dust. He turns to ash, like, yeah. <laughs> Which means that he is... Up there,
0: probably he's probably about eight thousand years old. Stop.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> why did Kraken just start attacking things now?
0: Why? Why now? It, it would have made sense, right? If like it was like, oh, this was some like ancient Atlantean curse or something, but it's but not. It's not.
1: It's just something different. Because first, in the movie, it feels like Atlantis is the magical thing in this world. And then as soon as they went to make a sequel, they were like, what if there's other magical things in this world? And at that point, you're like, what's even happening? It,
0: it, th- there is a moment in this movie where one of the characters is like, listen, we've already met like eight gods, technically, if you're counting <laughs> liberally, right? Like, what's another one? And it's like, yo, that's that's insane that your yeah, character like, could uh... say that.
1: He was like there was that spirit. He was basically a god. The Kraken might have been a god. We met the, we met the crystal that was a god. <laughs>
0: like Kina is kind of in a weird way a god. It's like we're up there, right? We've almost hit double digits in terms of gods we've met, which is like as normal people in pre World War One the world we shouldn't have done.
1: That's what caused World War One.
0: That's what's caused I World War One. Pissed off gods. God, I can't believe that world war one started because archduke franz ferdinand was assassinated by atlantean odin yep that's what happened (laughs) fuck
1: ah so um they try to follow the old guy uh in the night and he uses some kind of magic to make the fog fog really thick and make them think that they're heading back toward the town when they're actually walking off of a cliff Do
0: we ever get an explanation for how he made windows appear in the air?
1: I think just Kraken magic. He's got Kraken magic. It's just... Okay. By the way, there was something I wanted to say. You mentioned it last time, and I was like, "Eh, I didn't see any gratuitous shots of Audrey's butt. Boy, there were a lot of them in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Audrey
0: really taking the role of damsel in distress in a couple of these episodes.
1: I honestly thought something interesting might happen to Audrey when she was mind controlled because I was like, whoa, what's her connection to the Kraken?
0: Right. That's what I thought, too, because <laughs> at that point I was at that point, the the movie's like, oh, my God, this ancient man is controlling the Kraken. And then we find out later that, no, it's the Kraken that's mind freaking everybody.
1: So, yeah, the Kraken just takes over people's minds. It seems like one at a time. Well, n- no, because all the village people, right? I don't know. Maybe it can. Maybe because I had longer to work on them. But, like, it, it, can't, it can only control uh, the party's minds one at a time. Mm-hmm. The only people who are affected by it at all are Audrey and Vinny, and those are at different points.
0: Yeah, and it's because, because they're Italian and Puerto Rican, right? I guess that has something to do with it. I, this is the problem, right? Is because this, there's no rules, right? I don't understand how this kraken can mind-freak people at all.
1: So they fall off a cliff, and then they find the... The, the secret cave the secret cave and they go into the secret cave and it turns out that the old guy is using the kraken to steal supplies except and an gets mind controlled yeah except
0: well except the kraken
1: is using the old guy to steal supplies the subtext here in my mind is that they must have some kind of deal like this is his deal with the devil staying the most powerful person in this town and staying alive in this town and also keeping everybody out of the town like there's got to be i think he needs the supplies the kraken is giving them to him because they have this link but yes yeah, so the kraken mind controls everybody
0: it's one of those things right where it's like and i don't i don't know i don't want to blame atlantis 2 milo's return for not putting enough thought into <laughs> one of their three episodes but they really just didn't put enough thought into this right like this needed about this, need, they needed to pitch this to a 10 year old and get all those 10 year old questions answered, right? That's fair. That's why you got to have a 10 year old in every
1: meeting. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh,
0: that, the hard part is figuring out how to pay them because it's because it's other, it's it might be child labor if you're not.
1: I mean, if it's one of uh, like a consultancy it's thing, the owner's kid, that might be okay. There oh. are rules, there are possibilities here. We could work around it. They get into a submarine fight with the Kraken. The Kraken is just, like, kicking their asses and mind controlling Vinny and all this. But then they remember Milo lost a sub early on because he's bad at everything. So they blew up his sub and that kills the Kraken and then the old guy turns to dust. And then they just leave.
0: And they just leave. Well, everybody pa- everybody in this town decides to start painting their houses in Technicolor, which is nice. Like,
1: like pastel, like, Wow. <laughs> they- we really hated this bleak-ass place. The implication, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> the implication
0: <laughs> is that at one point, like, Mind Freak Kraken was like, actually, I'm really tired of all these pastel houses. Go ahead and paint those gray. Paint those like a mottled gray. That's my aesthetic.
1: And then Keita, in the most frustrating part of the movie for me, and there are other... I mean, it, the movie's not engaging enough to really be frustrating most of the time. But she's like, this was an Atlantean but what if something else is? And it's like, Keita, you were afraid that this was Atlantean, and it's not. And it's Go not. Home. We haven't seen anything Atlantean, Kita. But don't even worry, because Dr. Sweet has a message for him. And he's like, I need you guys to come to Arizona. Arizona.
0: Sorry, I do want to point out a line that she has where she says... My people, the people of Atlantis. And it's like, you know what? We know. We know we were there. You can just say my people. We died.
1: In in a later scene when the, they're talking about the world being destroyed, she mentions that that means Atlantis will be destroyed. And it's like, yeah, fucking yeah. no shit, Because it's
0: part of the world, Kida. We know. Is this virtue signaling? Is Kida virtue signaling Atlantis? <laughs> Like, I don't know what these lions are. Um, It is frustrating, though, right? Because in the last movie, Atlantis is painted as, like, a pseudo-indigenous culture, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie paints it as, like, the ur-original indigenous culture, which is a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, so what... I mean, and what really bothers me about the end is it feels like Atlantis is called the Lost Empire. And it's, like... Does Keto want to be an empire? Like, it feels like she's what she's doing is trying to build, at best, a new, like, Greece where ideas will come out and basically everything will be Atlantis because she is spreading ideas. Yeah, like a cultural
0: hegemony.
1: Right. Or, at worst,
0: Rome. So, (laughs)
1: where she just has her (laughs) giant robots. I was like,
0: well, I can do this better than you. Do you think that do you think that like her all of her like, oh, my God, maybe maybe we need to maybe we need to go out there and find these Atlantean weapons is just like a like a Casus Belli like, well, we had to invade. They might have Atlantean super weapons.
1: Yes. That is absolutely how it reads with the ending of this movie where they're like, well, we need to reveal ourselves now. No more hiding. It's like, excuse me? What do you like mean? A, like
0: a more, like a more malicious ending of Black Panther.
1: It's exactly what it reminded me of. I was like, Black Panther knew how to do this without making it scary. <laughs>
0: this is scary. Well, because the Black Panther isn't, like, if Black Panther throughout the whole movie was like, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, like, w- other countries shouldn't be allowed to have ancient Wakandan super weapons. Like, he doesn't have that opinion someone else right. does and then they're like but what if we gave wakandan super weapons to the disenfranchised and i'm like well right. maybe you got a point there but like it's one of those things right like the 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 setup and framing of the way that this encounter akita is encountering the world is a little weird they go to they go to they go to arizona they
1: go to arizona
0: <laughs> and we finally get to see sweets finally i love him it's been too long
1: actually working as a doctor which is again kind of fascinating. Makes you wonder what his whole deal is. Well, I mean, there there
0: is a time, and this is why this is a thing that I did want to look up because there was a time when the Southwest was like predominantly Hispanic and black. Mm-hmm. It's not too crazy that this black half Native American, half black man has a clinic in the Southwest because you know you would think that he would be there to like. Help Native Americans and also like Black ranch hands and stuff with their medical problems.
1: And that is a good point. Except everybody else we meet is just white. Well, or or a, or an ancient or, Native American or a ghost. <laughs> this ghost made me so mad. I was like, why are you only doing this after people stole pottery? Why weren't you doing this when they were invading the land?
0: Right. I feel like you could have. I feel like you could have started doing this a while ago, my dude. Pick your battles, dipshit. I could count I think uh for like what 1492 maybe could have started there
1: or maybe when cortez shows up
0: right it, there's ample to- ample choices especially since apparently also native uh there are aztec and olmec sculptures in this fucking <laughs> ancient <laughs> hidden valley what the fuck are you talking about
1: there's like Mayan and Inca and just everything. I, I legit half
0: expected it to be like, oh my God, there's an Inuit igloos here. <laughs> Holy shit.
1: Yeah, like they came that far <laughs> down south and then we're just, well, time to go back. Time to go back up. <laughs> Too warm out here. How the fuck did Atlantis get here? Well, they left. It was their robot, I guess. Just walked,
0: just walked there. So this prospector was attacked by
1: dust yodis, and he basically seems fine. Uh, he's all wrapped up, but he's really gesticulating. He also doesn't believe in medicine. <laughs> yes, and and sweets is like. So I called you here because of this, and he shows them that there's, like, a little Atlantean guy that he's got. Like, it has got, got a bunch of, like, Atlantean symbols on it, which they don't read, but okay. Well,
0: Kida Ke- Keita Keita brought schools back to Atlantis, but she hasn't gone to a class, right? <laughs> like, it's, as far as I know, it's been 24 hours <laughs> since the end of the fucking first movie. She
1: hasn't had time. I mean, they would have had to teach the teachers how to read. How to read, So so... If Milo was just teaching a class at the beginning of this movie, I don't know if I would have been more upset or happier.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'd be closer with actually. that.
1: This necklace doesn't ever factor into anything. It doesn't. I don't even know where he found it. Uh, probably in the thing. Yeah, because the thing is, it's not the necklace. It's the jars or whatever.
0: It's a yeah. It's the pottery.
1: So they're like, okay, well, let's go get this. Let's let's find out why this happened. And the prospector's like, oh, well, there was a there was a urn in a box or pottery in this box that the coyotes wanted. I know for some reason, I don't I don't know. I
0: don't know. But the box has been stolen by Doug Dimmadome, owner of the Dimmsdale Dimmadome.
1: <laughs> I mean, if they had leaned more into that, like in um, like in uh, Fox and the Hound 2, I would have been much happier with this movie. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this 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 uh this guy's just kind of a shit. Oh I do I will say though, I do love how how judgy Sweets is about this guy uh tomb raiding. Because <laughs> I don't know if sweets I don't know if Sweets remembers what his
1: old That's job was. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. They're like, how could you do this? They all do this. This was your job! Like, not two months ago, uh, right? Like, probably, like, a, at most a year, right? Like, there's like very little time has passed. <laughs> you used to do this
0: for a living and you felt nothing. <laughs> oh, but when this guy does it, it's like, now I don't trust him. He's got shifty eyes. Like, you know what, man? You know, Sweets
1: really still delivers these lines, but I don't care about them.
0: It's it's part of it is just like this. There's nothing happening in this movie, so it's really just this voice. Like every time this voice actor delivers a line, I'm like, this is a good voice actor. I wish, I wish I was watching something
1: else. Yeah, so they talk to this guy and he's shifty, and they're like, "Well, time to go." I guess that's it. And they drive away and are attacked by sand coyotes. And a Native American guy is sitting in their car, and he's like, "Gotta protect my shit." <laughs> Kills them with sand coyotes. They're
0: fine. They're fine. I will say, I do think it's baffling that like they they meet they got they meet this guy. He tells them his name. I don't remember what he tells them. But later Milo's like, oh my god, that's the name of a Nahoni native of a Native American spirit. And I'm just sitting here like, wait a minute, isn't Sweet's half Native American? How did he not recognize that when this guy gave them his name, he would be like, oh, you mean like this Native American spirit?
1: They seem to have forgotten, is the real answer.
0: Yeah. Milo isn't even an anthropologist, he's a linguist.
1: Yeah, there's no reason for him to know that, except he's the resident smart guy.
0: Yeah, he's, he's the, he's the specs.
1: So they go back to the guy after they, I I don't know, fix the car from being destroyed by sand coyotes.
0: No, don't you remember? They, like, look up over the hill that they're lying on, and they're like, oh, "Oh, we're back.
1: they're back. Uh, Yeah. They go back, and, and Mole figures out where the the vase came from, the pot came from. I don't know why I keep misnaming this piece of pottery. Mole figures out where it came from because he licks it, because he's nasty.
0: I mean, to be fair, that's just a geologist thing, man.
1: I mean, I get it. I get it from, like, a Sherlock Holmes. You can tell where a man has been based on his boots type thing. But Mole eats so much dirt in this movie. And it's like, I get it, guys. He eats dirt.
0: Like, it's a fetish for him.
1: I don't need you to keep doing it. The
0: um oh fuck, I was gonna say something. You mentioned Sherlock Holmes and I lost my train of thought. Because I started thinking about Sherlock Holmes. hmm I was gonna say, man, it's wild that there hasn't been like a Sherlock Holmes Disney cartoon, but there has been.
1: Yeah, it was uh The Great good, Master
0: Detective. I haven't seen that movie since I was like a baby. I don't remember a lick of it.
1: I think it holds up. The one issue I have is the villain is not really interesting until he's on screen at the same time as Basil. So until they're facing down, he's not that interesting. You know, I,
0: I want to watch that movie now because I haven't seen it in so long. I'm trying to think this is a discussion we can have later. But like, what, what would we watch with that?
1: The problem is there is another Disney Mouse movie.
0: No, we can't watch The Rescuers. A sequel. Well, The Rescuers 2, oddly enough, was released in theaters.
1: Yeah, that's Which is true. bananas. Well, it's we got could like do a, a
0: real sequel. Is there like a Don Bluth movie? Almost certainly. We, like Ricky, up, we, we could do Ricky Ticky Tabby or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, so they all decide to go, including this fucking shifty ass guy.
0: I legit don't know why they let this guy come, I
1: don't know why they would force this guy to come. He was he was like, oh, I, I'm going too. I don't want to be cursed. And it's like, okay, man, just give them the pot and you won't be cursed. And one of them should have said this, but they didn't because they're so fucking credulous, apparently. Four of the six
0: people in this group know what it feels like to betray somebody at the last minute.
1: you think that Milo...
0: To raid like, this tomb? You would- Yeah, right? I know!
1: <laughs> they might all be like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I've heard this before. And Kido would be like, no, 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 no. no! I remember what happened last time. Let's not invite this random white guy to come raid this tomb with us. But
0: they don't! They they just let him just go. Him and then he gasses them. Yeah! with i don't i don't even know what he says like a mixture of prairie grass and oil you're getting are you getting them high off peyote like what's going on
1: yeah he gasses them and ties them up i guess he doesn't have the stomach to kill them outright for some fucking reason only milo gets to fight him they're tied up but they use the dog to get free and the milo fights him and then it turns out oh everybody else is okay too i guess Whatever, and then he gets eaten by coyotes by, uh... Oh,
0: he gets... Like, he, no, he gets turned coyotes. into a sand yote.
1: That is... I guess that's what happens. Because... Because the god slash spirit is, like, he is with us now. It's like... It's, hmm? <laughs> like can right. you do that? I didn't know that was the rule!
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's like, oh... like Like, don't get me wrong. I get it. Like, karmic death. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I guess, I guess, like, they didn't, they were like, ah, oh, shit, we didn't, like, draw a canyon that we could drop him down. Oh, wait, we did. Well, let's just turn him into a sand yodi.
1: Anyway, they turned him into a sand yodi, and this guy's like, I gotta kill you, too, because you saw our secret, all this old stuff. And it's like, why are you protecting all this old stuff instead of people? <laughs> One. <laughs> and they're like, we have a secret, too, but we can't tell you because it's secret. He's like, hmm, now I know you can keep a secret. And that's it! It
0: is the dumbest, like, riddle-me bullshit that I can't believe.
1: The other thing is, he knows that Kita is from Atlanta. He knows she's from Atlanta. He knew the whole time. And this does not give her, like, any sway in this conversation,
0: apparently. Are you also 8,000 years old? (laughs) How would you know?
1: Well, I mean, he's a spirit, so
0: maybe. Kita immediately proceeds to... Tell this Native American spirit, no, actually Atlanteans are terrible. And then Odin shows up. And I know there's some bridging material that happens here.
1: There is, but it's all like, it's like three different episodes lightly bridged by them going to meet Whitmore again. Here's the thing about this Odin. I thought, for a brief moment, that it was actually Odin. Same. don't get Same. Me wrong. he looks like shit. Odin's like a big beefy dude, this guy's so tiny. But the reason I thought it was Odin was because he had two trained ravens and a trained wolf and an which, eye patch which are i mean an eye patch anybody could wear an eye patch.
0: yeah sure but he also calls himself odin
1: the thing that bothered me was like all these animals that this like random rich guy had because he went crazy and decided he was odin are unexplained
0: oh yeah no they just there's a moment there is like a moment where this wolf is fighting their iguana monster Mm-hmm. and throws it into the lava and then like other bullshit happens and the rock monster like bites his tail and for a split second. going to
1: drag him into the lava. I thought it was going to just
0: drag this wolf into the lava and I was like that would fucking rule so much if this movie did that.
1: Nah he just burns his tail like Shere Khan. <laughs> <laughs> the original Shere Khan not the, original, not the one that got yeah. killed in the fire.
0: <laughs> the real one. I, I do like this concept, right? Like what if Howard Hughes went crazy and pre- and instead of like like losing all sense of hygiene and dying on a plane from like unimaginable pain and disease, he pretended to be Odin. He just <laughs> pretended
1: to be Odin. Why not?
0: Like that's that's the kind of ri- like I don't I don't care for all of this Elon Musk shit. I don't care for this Jeff Bezos taking over the world megalomaniacal shit. I miss the days when rich people pretended to be gods in, like, a more literal way and less of a destroying the world way.
1: They stole an Atlantean sphere sphere that could, I guess, control
0: the weather. elements? But also gravity. Sometimes. Yes. It could also create golems.
1: Yep. Well, specifically out of Lava and ice, which I assume is part of the other thing. Anyway.
0: I assume if he had wanted to, he could have made, like, a water one and a a wind wind one. one. Is that that it?
1: He forgot Earth? Well, no, I guess lava's earth. Lava's earth and fire, though.
0: Oh, that's right. Wait, so then we already have water and fire, so he would do a rock one and then a wind one. Sure. And then, uh, and then... He and then would... one
1: that has all of them, and he's the avatar.
0: And he's the avatar. Well, he oh, he's the avatar because he has the stick, right? That would make him the avatar. And then he goes. Now we need to go to this tree, and underneath it is unobtainium, and that's the wrong one. That's the wrong avatar. <laughs> God, oof. Uh, did they really call
1: it They really
0: in the fucking movie they called it unobtainium.
1: They didn't think that was too comic booky
0: back in the they, day? There was literally another fucking movie that already used Unobtainium. And do you know what movie it was? It was The Core, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> they go to Iceland. <laughs> they go to Iceland. They go to this mountain that has a floating rock. They fight an ice golem.
1: They crash into the ice golem because Audrey is not allowed to be inherently good at things.
0: She cannot be competent. She can only be mad about her things breaking.
1: Crashes into the ice golem. They do not fight the ice golem. The ice golem fucking gets them, which surprised me. He freezes them and then <laughs> and they, they wake die.
0: up. They and die. They die. I'm sorry, but they die. <laughs> I don't
1: <laughs> no. No, 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 you're you're it's not a corpse until it's a warm corpse. That's a rule.
0: That's alright, so...
1: Although they did freeze pretty fast. you think ice crystals were formed in their blood and yeah. their blood cells. Anyway, it mm. doesn't matter. Maybe the spear brings them back.
0: Warm Corpse is the name of my uh, Normcore grudge band.
1: So Odin, quote-unquote, uh, unfreezes them. Immediately takes Milo for Loki, which I understand, but also, if Milo were any kind of intelligent, he could have used that.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, Something. He could have done something What nobody
1: does at all is try to use this guy's particular sort of megalomania slash madness to their advantage, which is really irritating to me as somebody who knows how things work in, like, movies.
0: Yeah, no, this- this is not- this is not the right-
1: and also as somebody who just kind of not very well but kind but knows a bit about mental illness and how you can't just tell somebody who is experiencing like a different kind of reality that their reality isn't real. They just won't accept it and that conversation isn't gonna go anywhere. Yeah or they'll just be upset and lash out at you. They don't play along with him at all, and it really irritated me. Anyway, he's like, Milo's Milo's Loki. Attacks him, shoots him with the spear, which does nothing. <laughs> it it it. Milo gets
0: shot with a laser, with a laser, and and he's like, ugh, oh, let me catch my breath. But then, like Kita, two seconds later, gets wolf tackled and is immediately KO'd.
1: Yeah, he takes Kita for I forget the god's name.
0: Uh Brynhilda.
1: Brynhilda, and he uh, drops everybody else out of the castle to their deaths. Again, they keep falling in this movie. I think mole saves them again. Jeez. Yeah,
0: mole saves them again. There is a moment in the last one where mole saves them from the wind yodis by digging a tunnel, but uh...
1: and in the first one when he saves them from falling off the cliff, he saves them a lot.
0: He's the er hero of this movie. He's the he's always right. He's never wrong, and
1: he's always saving them. Except for the fact that he's still a creepy pervert. They yeah, he's still a creepy pervert. Keep that in for some. Time. They get back up to his castle and then sled down it after him because he is going to. A volcano so he can wake up the lava monster so it can fight the ice monster and together they can bring about the end of the world, which is not what Ragnarok is. It very much pissed me off that there that there was no giant serpent involved or a giant wolf.
0: Ooh, the giant serpent could have been the, the earth one.
1: It could have. It would have, it would have been easy. Or a uh, ship made of dead man's nails. Like no Ragnarok stuff.
0: The, the stuff that you're really looking for, right? The weird stuff is the, what, the stuff you weird want.
1: stuff! I, the one thing he has is an ice giant, but they don't even call it that.
0: Instead, we get, like, world's most boring kaiju fight. Like, mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro would have cried if he saw this shit. It is, like, so depressingly nothing.
1: The lava one gets the spear for a while, but honestly, it doesn't even seem like a big thing. I think they explode it.
0: The spear?
1: No, they explode the lava guy. Well, they
0: drop the spear, he Kita literally drops a bridge on him.
1: Well, yeah, but that's when she gets the spear. For for a time, the lava one had the spear, and I don't know what happened and how they got it back. It doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. Kita gets the thing and, and does like a... Do you know? I was trying to think of what it reminded me of, and I remember now, but it's the dumbest reference I can think of. Okay. Did you ever play pokemon sun and moon no there were these special moves in that game you know in in pokemon in each pokemon thing they do like a gimmick thing now.
0: yeah they had like a big gimmicky i mean all the new ones as far as i know i only ever played up to emerald i think at that point it was still just a pokemon game oh i think they had the fashion thing in that one
1: yeah but that was just a little change in gameplay it was it wasn't like this it wasn't like mega evolutions or something
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get what you mean.
1: There's a thing you can do, like, I think once a game in Pokemon Sudden Mode where you do like a hula dance and then your Pokemon can do a big special move. And with the rock one, it literally like lifts a mountain over them and just drops it on top. And mm-hmm. it's precisely what Kida does, except she has a harder time with it than Diglett. <laughs> Diglett can just no problem he can just
0: do it. Diglett can just do it. But wait, what's that in the back? Trio, trio, trio. Do we ever, did we ever get a definitive answer over what, what the deal is with Doug Trio and like why it's just three Diglets?
1: I don't know. Maybe Diglett grows extra heads.
0: Ah, oh, you know what? That's a take that I haven't heard before.
1: I mean, I like it better than the Magnemite one. Because like for Magnemites it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense for Diglets. Yeah, there's
0: just three, three Magnets,
1: just two, two more Moles just pop up behind Diglet and like, yeah, we're your Pokemon now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are also your Pokemon. Let us in there. <laughs> no, get out. What? <laughs> they should make like a like a uh, Concardes of just like a hundred Diglets.
1: This is. We're we're way off track, but I need to mention this. Did you ever see one okay, so one time Ryan North was in an interview and he they asked him what his favorite Pokemon was, and he said the one that's just three hunks hugging underground <laughs> Not realizing that he was referencing fan art of Doug Tria that was just three hunks hugging <laughs> underground. <laughs> that's
0: amazing. Oh, uh-huh. uh, he wouldn't know. I would love to live in that world, honestly. Like, I would lose a lot to live in that world. Oh. But I think it'd be worth it. Also, I'd be so tall.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you couldn't fit in a DeLorean, which is apparently the worst thing for him.
0: I mean, its I don't know. It must be weird to be tall enough that you can just climb into a pool, but not tall enough that you can just climb out of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So after all this, he was like, Atlantis has done too much damage to the world. It's time to stop hiding. <laughs> Which is, yup, a sentence <laughs> think- that it, 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 like it's like you are driving
0: down a road and then decide that that you actually know we're in we're in a different country now. We've come to a conclusion that makes no sense with like any of the effort put into it.
1: She skids right off that road. <laughs> goes back to atlantis uses the spear because apparently the spear is like a fucking great spear this,
0: this spear is like the is like the key to atlantis
1: uses this spear along with the you know god orb in the sky and raises atlantis back up above water and everybody's so happy and, like, celebrating and the kid sees the sun for the first time. And I'm sitting here like, this changes everything. The world is going to be in huge turmoil. <laughs> like, we are, this is a world that is literally, like, two treaties away from
0: entering global war. And global a new warfare. player four has entered the arena. Like, what oh, the fuck? And they
1: only have magic that is... Comparable to like an atomic weapon and flying machines, that's not going to change everything. Oh, and flying machines that work way better than modern flying machines
0: (laughs) and giant stone robots.
1: robots. (laughs) She's just going to sit down one day with a representative from it doesn't matter where America, England, Germany, Italy, it doesn't matter. (laughs) They're going to come in and she's going to be like, Yes. I understand your point of view, I will sign this treaty, and then Atlantis is in World War One.
0: But but Whitmore says everything was fine. Sure it was, buddy. <sighs> also, I do want to point out just real quick that like in the entire 83 minute runtime of this movie, because this is not a very long movie, nobody ever speaks Atlantean.
1: No, somebody speaks um I don't know, Norwegian maybe in the very beginning. You got you he,
0: go through all this trouble of making up this fucking bullshit language and culture and nobody speaks it for your whole sequel?
1: Well, to be fair, they didn't make up a culture.
0: There is a moment in which an Atlantean child says in English, in God's English,
1: <gasps> "What is that?"
0: "It's the sun." "You know what you know what the sun is? You're 8,000 years old." <laughs> I can't. Oh, Did you see these end credits?
1: No, what happens in the end
0: credits? No, uh, nothing happens. It's just a really weird font choice. Like, oh. the titles of all of the departments were, like, in a weird, almost comic sans, but smoother. And all of the names were in, like, that army font. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's just it's the really weird choice of fonts like oh man somebody's passion sure was graphic design it was, it, yeah, that was it. I, I, that was just like the last note that I had was that they did that to really hammer home how little movie money and attention and attention was put into this movie.
1: I think I actually had a lot of fun talking about this movie. It was a nothing movie to watch, which is, I think, better than the last one, which was just kind of weird and bad.
0: I, I do think that there is something to be said about I I don't expect shit to taste good. So it's easier to have fun with it. But also, even compared to, like, I think the other movies of this ilk that we've seen, this one's just so boring.
1: Yeah, but it's not Kronk's new groove. Well, as you, you know? say
0: that, like, you say that, and I get what you're saying, but Tony, here's the problem, right? Is it's also not Kronk's new groove? In the weird, like, sapiosexual way that Kronk's new groove is <laughs> Kronk's new groove, this movie has nothing that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I remember Kronk's new groove.
0: Yeah, I will never forget. I will never forget the moment that I was listening to an interview like a couple of years ago with Kronk's voice actor and he referenced Kronk's new groove and I lost my fucking mind. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick Warburton, that's his name.
1: Patrick Warburton.
0: That man loves Uh, his job.
1: Good for him. There are so few people like that, I feel like. Like actors and voice actors who are just really like happy to be doing it. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: it's weird that that's what that that's who Mark Hamill is, right? Like Mark Hamill's a guy who just loves voice acting. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's great. That was not a good movie.
0: No, I was really hoping that this would be a more fun combo. <laughs> <laughs> batting a thousand, man.
1: The worst bit of the movie is both movies, is that they were not great to the female characters, and we've watched a lot of movies that are not great to their female characters, and I will make sure that the next two movies we watch are not quite like that.
0: Oh yeah, well then, go ahead, man, make your choice. No, no,
1: no, 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 not yet, not yet, I want to hold on to it. Thank you for listening. To wait, video. no,
0: wait, what do you mean? <laughs>
1: VHS? VHS? I have been your host, Tony Robusto.
0: I, I have been your host, Andy Reyes.
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TheaterBets, and you can find my website, Uh,
0: You can find me on Twitter at royalty underscore valence. You can find my other podcast, uh, Time Honored Pictures, at timehonoredpictures.com.
1: I quite like it. It's, it's pretty good. It is wild, the amount of DNA that it shares with this podcast, in that a lot of them there are only two episodes up so far there's a lot of talking about misuse of female characters and misuse of um like uh like like ba- like bad like weird racist stuff and weird misogynist stuff but it's fun <laughs> but it's fun here
0: I, here's what here's the thing is i did not expect this roller coaster ride to start at the top but so far <laughs> it has
1: Wings seems better than Seventh Heaven. I'm just oh, saying. Oh,
0: Wings! Wings is. I honestly, uh, there's a small part of my heart starting to think that Wings might be the best movie ever made. That is where <laughs> I am at this point.
1: Uh, well, I've been there. I briefly thought that Pocahontas Two was the best movie ever made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes you're, you just, you get that. That's the skew is the problem. You need, you need external reference points. You can find this podcast at direct 2video
1: Yeah, and you can email us at mail at direct2.video. I stopped saying that, but it's still in the description. Yeah. And thank you to Lee Rosevere for for the music. Oh, fuck. I did it this time. Planet E off the album Trappist One.
0: I was gonna jump in and help you. I was gonna jump in and be like, I got this, but then I was gonna say Trappist E, and I was like, that's definitely wrong.
1: I almost said (laughs) Trappist E. Wild. Wild that we're on the same page and it's the wrong page.
0: It's the wrong page, but at least it's the same page. That's friendship.
1: Anyway, next week, we are going to be watching Tinkerbell and the Great Fairy Rescue.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, has it been that long? (laughs) Has it been so long?
1: (laughs) It's been a little bit. And I, apropos of literally nothing, got into a conversation with my little cousin about the fact that there is a Tinkerbell movie where it's revealed that she has a twin. Wait, what? <laughs> and now I have to watch it. it. Is it this one? It's not, but it is the one we're watching after that. Oh,
0: are we Secret just? Gonna, we're gonna hit. You know what? I'm okay with doing double on this one, dude. We have a lot of Tinkerbell movies. Uh have they? I'm surprised they haven't made a new one. To be fair, not not many movies being made right now.
1: Yeah, but not since 2014. It's been a grip. We have so- there are
0: so many of
1: these. Have we not seen this one already? Like No, we only saw the first two. I thought we saw the third one, too. Did we not? No, nah, it looks like it's got a human on it. I don't remember oh, any humans. I,
0: sorry, there was a human at the
1: beginning of Lost Treasure? Yeah, that sounds... Hey, I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes. This can't be true anymore. Uh, this was true in February 2013. Let me just double check. Holy cow. Did you know that Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure has 100% on Rotten right Tomatoes? No
0: way.
1: Okay, that's only from reviewers. And there are only five reviewers.
0: You know, that's still pretty high.
1: It is. The 2,500 audience members gave it a 73%. That's
0: still really high.
1: Okay, but it was a good movie. <laughs> I seem to recall. Oh, I am the ghost of John Smith.
0: And I am internet dead. Tony, I am desperately trying to remember how many of these Tinkerbell movies we've seen because I could have sworn we saw four.
1: No, I think we just had the first two. We definitely didn't see Great Secret, f- Secret of the Wings, and I know we didn't see the Pirate Fairy because oh, that did was we not see the Pirate us. Fairy? No.
0: Oh no, we have not. I don't recognize this character design at all. I'm so excited. <laughs> and, oh, has it really been that long, old friend? <laughs> Since we've graced ah. the island of Neverland.
1: It was either going to be this or Swan Princess. And I was like, I want to do a film that I'm not going to hate so much.
0: I want to do a film that isn't going to look like melting plastic on my eyes. Yeah, Don't that's a good get me choice. get wrong.
1: We got to find out what number nine's up to.
0: God, you know, and they're still making those. Unlike these Tinkerbell movies, they're still making those fucking <laughs> Swan Princess ones, dude. Stop
1: it. I know, but I hate that.
0: Someone okay. someone out there is still getting that tax scam.